Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Well met fellow adventurers. I am in the capital of Talanus. And there's those couple of adventures I brought up well, two episodes ago that I can do now. Starting with a dragon's lair. Armed with the information procured from Barlin, and aware of the extreme danger involved, you prepare to set out for the location of the dragon's lair. And it begins. Following the directions received from Barlin, you set out from Talus and strike a course due west into the thick of the forest. The going is tough, but after an arduous three-day trek, through the rugged wild, you come upon the well-concealed lair of which Barlin has spoken. At the base of a rocky slope, the broad, dark mouth of a cave peers at you from behind a curtain of dangling vines and bramble. From a safe distance away, concealed by several large rocks, you closely watch the lair for any sign of its fearsome inhabitant. According to the information that Barlin imparted to you, the dragon should not be returning to the cave for several hours. Hoping that this information will prove to be true, realising you should not delay longer than necessary, you step out of concealment and boldly wake your way over to the mouth of the cave. You cautiously step into the cave and find the interior consists of two large chambers, one to the north and the other directly to the south. A quick search of the northern chamber reveals nothing of value, but you are horrified to discover the blood-soaked tabards of several Tyson soldiers piled against the west wall. Unnerved by this finding, 
but determined to continue your search of the lair, proceed to the other chamber. Oh no, this this dragon is probably a man-eater. Permit that sort of to be expected. Piles of skeletal remains fill fill the cave southern chamber. The fleshless remnants of ogres, trolls, goblins, and humans lie in various heaps on the cave floor. You also discover the skeletons of at least several horses and Mr. Bone Debris. You discover a large wooden chest on the south side of the chamber. Quick! Tug on the lid reveals it's locked. Alright, I've got a few options for this chest. Just get really angry and open it anyway. Use telekinesis. Destruction or thievery. Hmm. I use telekinesis. Succeeded. 16 XP to telekinesis. Manipulating the lock proves to be a simple task and in a matter of moments the chest has been unlocked. You step forward and throw open the lid, revealing the contents of the chest. Peering into the open chest, you are elated to discover a large quantity of gold and several interesting items. Okay, I've got 1,628 gold, 211 gold, 246 gold. I also get some sturdy chain greaves. And an unidentified leather belt. This this leather belt is fa- is adorned with a single falcon feather. As you stand contemplating your next move, a sound from the forest outside causes your heart to skip a beat. A rush of air, followed by heavy footfalls approaching the cave, can mean only one thing: the dragon is returning. Oh dear. Well, I've I've fought dragons before. Well, okay. Well, one dragon I fought in PG five, and that was a heck of a dragon. So this regular dragon won't really be a threat at all. A loud snorting sound and a thud of heavy footfalls on the cave floor. Signals that the dragon has stepped into its lair. Your pulse quickens as the footfalls draw closer, and your mind races as you attempt to determine your next course of action. So, I can just dash out of this cave with my treasure, stand and confront the approaching dragon, or conceal yourself in the chamber. That's probably the smart move. He's feelery, of course. You press yourself against the wall in the shadowy corner of the chamber and become as still as death as you wait with bated breath for the arrival of the cave's fearsome occupant. Pick a number. Bonus of 20 from feelery. But I've got to get 44 or more or I get spotted. And I'm just going to go out on a limb and say... The dragon's going to be angry at me and going to try to kill me if it does. Pick the number. 80 success. 16 XP to general. 
your heart skips a beat as a large dust dragon lumbers into the chamber. The fearsome creature glares about the cave menacingly, as if it suspects something is out of place. Well, you know what dragons are like with their hordes. They know it, they they know its precise value to to hop to the nearest farthing, even though farthings aren't even in use anymore. They still know value to that detail. That's how good a dragon's horn sense is. It strides into the chamber, passing within a few feet of where you lurk in the shadows. You're about to seize the opportunity and slip unseen out of the cave, when suddenly you spot a bulging leather pouch tied to the dragon's rear left ankle. Oh yeah, and if you didn't understand that reference I just meant, a farthing is a quarter of an old penny. And an old penny was 240th of a pound. So it's a very, very small amount of money, a farthing. Attempt to steal, attempt to steal the pouch tied to the dragon's ledge, or slip out of the chamber and leave the cave. All right, steal the pouch. You step out of the deep gloom and make for the leather pouch tied to the dragon's ankle. All right, picking a number. Bonus of twenty from thievery. Gonna get forty-four or more. Or I will be spotted, and the dragon might possibly be even angrier than in the first case. 75. Success. 16 XP to thievery. Your nimble fingers undo the length of rope that ties the leather pouch to the dragon's ankle. Nearly seconds and seconds later, you're sinking out of the cave, with the pilfered pouch safely in your possession. It's a pouch... Of emeralds. View. This leather pouch contains three large emeralds. Ooh, nice. I slip out of the cave unnoticed. You make your way through the forest towards Talos. Less than a mile from the cave, you happen upon an overgrown road meandering east and west, and you walk along it in hopes it will hasten your return to the city. And there it is. That finishes this adventure, 16 XP to general. Now there's, well, oh, well, time to identify what I found first. And yes, for the first time I actually remembered to do that. It's a falcon wing, wing belt. That's wing with a W. And 16 XP to Arcania. Let's have a look at this here belt. Falcon Wing Belt. One stamina point, one Neville Reserve, one Agility. This leather belt is adjoined with a single Falcon Feather. Now, uh, now of course, there's quite a few different options for what you might find as the belt. There's a more powerful belt you can get called the Owl Wing Belt. Which provides one stamina point, two Neville Reserve, one aura and two one aura and one mind. But now, of course, that is now if you are absolutely going out of your way to maximise Neville Reserve, which is honestly something you might want to do for various reasons. 
then you may well want to just repeatedly run that adventure over and over and over again until you get the owl ring, the owl ring belt. Since there's only three different belts, it won't take that long. And or otherwise, that's probably just for me and a lot of other people. That's just going to go in by residence and just stay there. Be put on a little, be put on a plinth with a plaque next to it saying, I got this from a dragon's lair. I stole this from a pouch, from a pouch tied, from a pouch tied to a dragon's left rear ankle. I was not caught, although if I had been caught, I would have slayed the dragon. But fortunately for the dragon, I wasn't caught. Yes, you know, it's going to pluck something like that. Yes, and you can. Uh, Oh, something like that. Now, there's. I think there might be something I can do with that pouch of emeralds. I'm gonna check. Well, I can't do that now. So anyway, I was in Trithic. I was to see back Thane Poland, but I can't see Thane Poland for reasons. Reasons that are well. Well, I can't really say what the reasons are. Because that would be spoilers, but reasons. Alright, back in Talonus. Saving again. Now on to the next adventure called Steel and Shadow. This is an Oakenstone Mask inspired adventure by VWK. A tireless hunt has brought you face to face with the sinister Slayer of Mages. It's going to be normal or scaled, go for normal. There are special tips slash notes for this adventure. This, multiple paths to completion. The adventure that led to this entry features multiple paths to completion. It may benefit you to play through, this, through the adventure multiple times without saving your game to discover the best most advantageous or most appropriate path for your character. But, but I might just play for it once, Talonus, in the musty dark of the crown cask spawning cellar. The last possible moment, out of the corner of the eye, you spot something seek streaking out of the nearby shadows, about to strike the side of your head. Alright, picking a number, bonus of 60. 20 from agility, 10 from body, 10 from luck, and 20 from thievery. Got to get 75 or more, or I get clonked on the side of the head. 81. Success. But only dust. You lean back at a near impossible ambo, angle, narrowly dodging deadly edge of a long black blade. Twisting to your right, you nimbly draw yourself into a defensive stance as a shadowy figure steps out of the deeper gloom and comes to stand within arm's reach. Seems that here, towards the back of the tavern's musty cellar, you've at last caught up with Silvar Wafflerin, the assassin you've tirelessly hunted these many weeks. A brutal campaign of self-justified retribution has left nearly a dozen prominent Tyson mages dead. When approached by the agents of Thane Porrin, 
and offered the task of locating the deadly fugitive, bringing her lethal spree to an end by any means necessary. You eagerly accept the youthful assassin, her face shrouded in the darkness that served to conceal her grim handiwork, sighs loudly. You're quicker than I expected, she says. I don't know where this ends, but I'm willing to wager it ends here, for either of us draws many more breath. There's a rope and simplicity in that, I suppose. But it's still tragic. Before you can respond to the assassin's veil taunts, she says something leaves you completely taken aback. So what is it about the long overdue passings of a bunch of parasitic, spell-wielding fiends that has you so eager to claim the bounty they've saddled me with? I don't suppose you even know why I killed them, do you? Her voice, soft and cold, hints at a psyche divorced from the gruesome, gruesome reality of a dozen murders, described for you in grim detail by the Thane's agent, the outset of your hunt. Your, mi- your mind races, races to come up to a response to the same crane's question you've been posed. Remain mindful of your mission's objective. To capture or kill Sheila Wetherlin. Say you don't. I have a few options. I could say nothing. I could just ask why she killed them. Honestly, I don't think there could be any good reason. Uh, Unless she's brought a lot of documents with her. And photos. But I don't think photos exist, so... I don't think there's anything she could really say that could justify 12 murders. So you don't care why she killed them. Or, well, I have been hunting her for weeks. I'm just going to get this over with and attack her. But I'm going to ask her why she killed them. You're just about the first person to ask me that, she says, taking a step back. Of course, did take just a bit of prodding to get you to do this, but you asked all the same. Shulik hears her throat and takes another step back. I killed them so they wouldn't be able to use their magic anymore, she says. You know, not many people believe in insidious command, but I do. I've seen this in action. It's not a myth as they'd have us all believe. Insidious command is at work and spreading all over. I've stemmed the tide where I saw advantage in doing so, but it's not enough. In fact, it may never be enough. But I'm not willing to concede defeat. Not. Not while I'm still capable of doing what little I can do to fight it. Now, there's a link for insidious command. Because apparently this is something I already know about. Sidious command is often is often contentious notion that certain powerful mages throughout the known world, though most notably across the North Broadlands, have long been secretly confederated into a sinister, undetectable societal entity that employs powerful magic to magic 
to manipulate and control vast sectors of populations at large, those who profess the insidious clan exists, don't genuinely believe that prolific spellcasting orders like the Grey Circle are institutionally involved in the nefarious paradigm. They do, however, recognise that some individual mages within such orders are likely to be in loyal adherence to the shadowy, arcane doctrine of control. There are many who believe that insidious command is little more than a myth exposed by those who seek to use the, use the fear the sinister notion instills in people as a means to obtain or maintain control of various elements of society. Thane Poland Trithic has long been of the belief that insidious command is real and represents a growing threat to the realm of man. Thane hmm. Poland thinks it's real. Well, that changes everything. I mean, Thane Poland is a person I trust. And is not likely to be fooled. Mm -hmm. There is something to it. Although, of course, there is no evidence. But, of course, if it was true, there would be no evidence. Because, you know, magic. The young wo woman nods as she finishes speaking, as if directing you to respond. So, she says finally, where do you stand? Say you believe in insidious command. Say you don't believe in insidious command. Say it doesn't matter what you believe. Or, I could just, oh, I've had enough of this, and just attack her. Hmm. Do I believe in insidious command? Although, admittedly, this is the sort of thing that a Tyson Donald Trump would probably tweet about. Hmm. Say so you believe? Do I believe or don't I? I mean, I mean, do. do there's no evidence now. Can you please give me some evidence? You know, anything? I mean, I mean, even if insidious command is real, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean any of the people you killed are part of it. In fact, they're probably not, because... They're probably very junior, because otherwise they'd have used their insidious commands to protect themselves, surely. Hmm. Do I believe or do I not? Ugh. God, uh, once again, I'm making a choice without nearly enough information. Oh, I, I believe in insidious command, Sarah sighs. Is my relief only too evident, she says. 
most are only too eager to deny the very existence of the command, or perhaps they don't wish to acknowledge what they hear. But it doesn't change reality, and I know what I've seen and heard most important. I know what has to be done, what I must do. Apparently, you also know. Hmm. That doesn't mean I agree with you. You agree your murders. Syria adjusts your stance and places her hands on her hips. How is this going to end? I think you have the answer to that. So, now I can attack her or let her go. That is what it comes down to. Attack her or let her go. Now, if I let her go, she will murder more people. There's pretty much no doubt about that. And they may, she may end up murdering guilty people. She may murder innocent people. She'll probably murder a bit of a combination of both in pretty much any circumstance. Maybe maybe the way she'll be mostly innocent. Maybe it'll be mostly guilty. Maybe be all innocent. It's incredibly unlikely to be all guilty. So really, I have to stop her. Although, that might just be what Insidious Command wants me to do. Or maybe it wants me to let her go. Because they're at, this isn't actually... This is actually a cover for them, for Insidious Command, to eliminate a circle of mages which is actually fighting against them. There's no way of knowing what's the right thing to do. But one thing I do know is there have been murders. And murderers have to be stopped. So I will attack her. You wait until Silera begins to speak again, before lunging forward, attempting to tape her by surprise with the speed and ferocity of your sudden attack. Alright, pick a number. Bonus of 30, 20 from agility, 10 from body. Got to get 75 or more, or she might just get away. Pick now. Failure. With 65, Celeria nimbly dodges your lunging, your lunging attack and swiftly counters, plunging a long-bladed knife into your side. 52 damage, severely wounded, you stagger back, clutching at your side as you struggle to fend off the assassin's fierce attack. I had a failed surprise attack. I am now fighting Sylvia Raffelin. So, one more option. Do I kill her? Or do I subdue her? Now, maybe... Now, the thing is... If, she go, if I subdue her... She will reveal all she knows. And maybe... Maybe... It will end up in someone who can actually, you know, do something about it in a more 
a legal and official way, if there's anything to it. And there might not be, or there might. I have no idea. I'm going to subdue her. Anyway, I'm genuinely in favour of going through the legal channels, rather than, you know, just vigilantism. Vigilantism, when I have the option. Subdue. You tremble with uncontrollable rage as you assail your foe. Nevertheless, you are a murderer. Sylvanus slashes you with two long-bladed knives. Yes, still a murderer. She has fled from combat. Hmm. Yeah, oh dear. So apparently it didn't matter whether I... Whether I tried to kill or subdue her, because she would have fled anyway. Hmm. Celia twists to her white, ducks out of melee range, and swiftly retreats to the far side of the cellar. Before you can go after her, the assassin pivots and hurls a razor-sharp metal square at you. The deadly missile streams through the darkness straight towards your throat. Pick a number. Bonus of 40. 20 from agility, 10 from body, and 10 from luck. Got to get 75 or more, or I get my neck slashed. Pick now. 64, failure. You das gasp in agony as the spinning metal disc tears, tears through the top of your shoulder. Oh no, that's... <laughs> well, this isn't a very good showing. I mean... She managed to stab me and to slice my neck and to slice me open. All right, 38 damage. Wounded, but alive. You watch as Savalia opens a door on the opposite wall and disappears through a dark, narrow passage. Through still just determined to bring the assassin to justice for her crimes, the thought of pursuing her through the gloom is not exactly a welcoming notion. So I can pursue her... Or not. Or leave her be to presumably commit more murders. Pursue her. Pursue her. You cautiously move into the dark passage. You every sense on edge as you scour the gloom for any sign of the stealthy assassin. Pick a number. Bonus of 30. 20 from thievery and 10 from luck. Got to get 50 or more, or I guess she gets away. 80 success. Within just a few moments, you find yourself stealing through the gloom along the white edge of the passage, moving swiftly up behind Sil Sylvia as she crouches in the dark, unaware of your stealthy approach. When you're nearly within arm's reach, you lunge at the assassin and manage to land a solid blow that sends her sprawling. Silvalia swiftly returns to her feet, but you're immediately upon her, determined to seize the advantage and take her down. Alright, I'm engaging Silvalia Wafilin. Begin the combat. So, once again, I can kill her or subdue her. Okay, I'm going to try to subdue you again. She slashes you with the two long-bladed knives. Uh, 
Your enemy slashes through your defences with a devastating blow for 26 damage. I keep subduing her, which means I'm doing less damage to her because I'm trying not to kill her. And she is subdued. 8 XP. Your final blow renders Silver unconscious. The assassin knives slip from her hands as she slips to the ground at your feet, soundly defeated, but still very much alive. After taking great care to secure your fallen foe, you begin what you summarise will be the urgent ta- arduous task of delivering her to the agents of Thane Porrent at those insistence you over- undertook the dangerous hunt. On the day following your capture of Sorovanians, you meet with two of Thane Porin's agents in Tatlas. The man, Tosian soldiers now faithfully in the service of the Thane, take custody of the assassin and pay you the bounty you were promised. Five thousand gold tokens! Just before leaving her captures, undoubtedly headed, for a rendezvous with a swift and decisive redress for her crimes. Severia, her hands bound behind bind her back by thick ropes, asks permission to approach you. The two men now flanking her seem surprised by her request, but ultimately leaves the decision to you. So I can allow her to approach or decide against letting her approach or oh, let her approach. Maybe she can actually give me some evidence now. You you assent with a nod, and the young woman smiles faintly in response as she moves up to you. Reach it to my left pocket, she whispers, motioning with her head to the dark tunic covering her leather vest. Go on, take what in there, keep it. Hope it brings you luck. Savardia carefully positions herself. Preventing the Fane's agents from seeing what happens next. Cautiously, you reach into her pocket and retrieve a silver wing. Her initials are carved into the band. It's Sylvaria's silver wing. It gives two luck. The silver wing is engraved with the initials of Sylvaria Wathiel. S dot R. You can give it back to me when we next meet, she says, smiling. Just as she seems about to step away from you, you rejoin her captors. Sylvia whispers something that takes you completely by surprise. There's a piece of metal in my hair, she says, her voice barely audible. It's in tight, just above my left ear. Sharp, be careful. Please, take it. And tuck it into the rope. Rope around, ropes around my hands. Won't get another chance to do this. You immediately realise that Sylvar is asking you to provide her the means by which she would like she will likely attempt to cut free from her bonds. Still, I can stealthily remove the piece of metal and thus give her the tool she needs to escape, or I cannot. Mm, the thing is, I went through so much work to have that captured. So, no, no, I'm not, not after all, not after all this work I did, refuse. 
curse upon you and yours, whispers Savalia, smirking. I didn't allow myself to believe you'd actually help me, but decided to have a go at it. Go at it all the same. You better hope I never again roam free. With that, the assassin steps away to rejoin her unwanted companions. As she takes her place between the armed men, she winks. Stay out of dark places, my friend, she says. It's safer. With that, the trio departs, bound for Twithick, where justice will be maced out within the walls of Trind Keep. Hmm. All the way to Twithick. Well, maybe, maybe she has some, maybe she has some, some devastating evidence about insidious command to deliver to Thane Bond. Because I imagine the Thane would probably at least have a talk with her. Just a little bit, or at least maybe. Even if only to say, yep, 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 that's the one, that's the murderer. You know, I mean, it's a chance, there's a chance. Yeah, I mean, I think if she has something really devastating, the thing will be able to act on it. And if she doesn't, she's going to die. And even if she does, she's probably going to have to die because the, the thing is the Thane, and he has to uphold the law, because he's the Thane. And that's, you gotta do that. Because his entire Thane-ship is about bringing about law and order. He can't just bend the walls because, because someone has killed people that he doesn't like. Yeah. Yeah, I think she. I think she's dead pretty much, no matter what happens. Unless she has some other plan to escape, maybe some confederates, or she's an agent for insidious command all along, possibly without even knowing. Oh yes, Sylvia's when rendezvous with justice. Long overdue, however, was not to be. You learn, by the way, of several slightly varied accounts. The young assassin managed to escape her captors while en route to Twithick, a feat which left, which left several of her guards bound and battered, but not permanently harmed. <laughs> yes, yes, she does have standards. Sightings of the woman whose escape were swiftly made known throughout Tysa reported from all corners of the kingdom. Through even the most credible credible accounts failed to turn up the stealthy outlaw. As the weeks following your encounter with Sala slowly turned into months, fewer fewer and fewer reports of the assassins opposing whereabouts are made, and the killings of prominent mages throughout the kingdom cease. For no longer a matter of your concern, you find yourself pondering from time to time what may have become of the young assassin, those blades carved a bloody trail of terror across a wide swath of the North Borderlands. Part of, part of you can't help but think the killer likely met with a bad end. 
Not an uncommon outcome for those who ply a sinister trade. Still, you're left left to wonder if, if Tosas perhaps thought better of the murderous tactics he employed to achieve her ends. Objectives that likely only she can fathom. Or maybe she's biding her time, lurking, waiting and watching. Closer and more dangerous than anyone will bring themselves to believe. And that, well, finishes this adventure, for now at least, with 256 experience to general and 32 experience to all skills and powers. Yeah, and if there is a, if there is a follow-up to it, it's not happening yet. Because my, because the amount of adventures, available adventures, has once again gone down. Only 13 now. Although, some of them, well, 13, three of which I've already done. Although one of them is a doozy. Oh, well, that's four I've already done. I've already done Top of the Hill with another account. Okay, so let's see. How many of those to go? So these are the adventures that are left. A Grim Proposal. Bounty number one. Wackner's Mad. That is huge. Top of the Hill. Done on another account. Prisoner of Tower Boeka. The cabin. Oh yeah, that's already done. On another another character. Flight of the Elementalist. Three words. The Giant of Galatop. And Eavesdropping. So I guess next I'll do Bounty Number One. It's in Bentlin Wood. Yeah, that seems like a good a place as any to start. Okay. Hmm. Nah, 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 nah. No, it doesn't doesn't really link into this one in any way. I can't can't really think of a way to tie them together. I mean, I've got a dragon and an assassin and then bounty hunting. No, they they don't tie together. Even place nor theme. Yeah, okay, so that's it for now. And so next time, bounty number one, I guess. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about.
As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.